Welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck, and I will be your hostess with the mostest. And tonight we've got brand new guests, hot from TikTok, Adam Paul in the house. My guy, how are you tonight? Doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Thank you so much for asking you guys in the comments. Welcome to the live and a very happy Wednesday to all of you. Pre-Thanksgiving night. I don't even know what you Thanksgiving night Eve. I hope you've all got your turkeys brining and dressed and ready to throw into whatever it is you're going to cook them in tomorrow or frozen pizzas, given the nature of inflation, whatever you could afford. Uh, we feel you. It's all good. It's all good in the head. Happy Thanksgiving Eve. Scott Meyer, Purple Princess and Crazy Rob's World. Welcome to the live. Adam Paul, welcome to the show. It's good to Thank see you. you. Thank you for being here. Thanks for being our brand new guest. For those of you who don't know, we followed, I think we followed each other for quite a while. On Instagram, I think I've lost you on TikTok. I've lost me on TikTok at this point. <laughs> Several but times. I followed you for quite a while on Instagram. Tell so for those who might not know you, so who is Adam Paul? Like where where do you live? Don't no towns, but like your state. Like where do you live? I'm a Texan. I live in yeah. Dallas, Texas, actually. Fucking Texas. Everybody's yeah. from Texas. Texas or Florida. God, sorry. Not yeah, me. I've been here most of my life. I spent a couple of years in Georgia, but I'm I'm a diehard Texan. That's great. I'm in Iowa. I'm a, <laughs> I'm, well, I was good too. I mean, I like the Iowa Texan, Texas, they did all right. They did all right for themselves during the COVID stuff. They did all right during midterms, I think too. Yeah. Yeah, we did. No Beto. Thank, thank God for that. He would have just been a problem for everybody. Do you think Beto's like done, done? Do you think he's just going to give up now? No. He, no. He's not the kind of guy that gets, no, he just keeps coming back. He's like four-time loser of things, isn't he? Four or five? Yeah, I mean, but that that doesn't that's it doesn't seem to slow these people down. You know, they have an agenda and they're gonna do whatever they can to try to achieve it. So talk to Especially me. Especially people you, like Beto. What do you think their agendas is? Like what do you think it is in your like Beto? I mean, his particular agenda is he really wants to get rid of guns. He's got a problem with them. I mean, that's his major major malfunction besides being a Democrat, well, in my opinion. <laughs> Do you guys own guns where you live? I suppose you do out there in Texas. Of course. We're in Texas. Everybody Big has guns, guns here. <laughs> Ship and Adam. Hello. I used to live in Corpus Christi. The only place that I've been in Texas is Dollhart. Is and where? I won't ever go back. Dollhart. Dollhart. Yeah. I've never heard of it. Never heard of never, it. I'm never going back to Dollhart, Texas. I don't, I don't blame you. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sounds like nowhere, Texas. It, it kind of was, and it smelled bad. It smelled like dead people. That's all right. That's beside the point. So, Adam, talk to me a little bit about your content. Now, your content's pretty political. You do about the same thing we do. Um, maybe a little more on the political side, a little less on the conspiracy side. But how did you get started doing your your TikToks and your, your Instagram reels? Well, it actually started way back in 2008. Um, wow. You know, when everything blew up, I owned a real estate company and a mortgage company back then. And, okay. you know, I got real political at that point. And, uh, you know, I was introduced to tick or actually Facebook and I started making content for Facebook. Okay. And then uh, when the COVID happened, my daughter was on TikTok and, you know, we were like, cause her cousins were on there and we had a lot of bad information about it. So, you know, I got on TikTok <laughs> and I was monitoring her account. And so I would start seeing videos and, uh, you know, one of the first people I, I actually saw was Bannon Shannon and uh, Batty and, you know, all those. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I started watching, saw Pixie and, you know, was learning about COVID and, you know, my mom's a nurse, but, you know, she was just as kind of like confused about it as everybody else. So, you know, I was just watching and watching and, you know, I hate Nancy Pelosi and I, and she started lying again and opening her mouth really. And it just, it got me reactivated. And uh, that's kind of what, what I went back into was the politics stuff. And I kind of stayed away from it for four or five years just because it's such a negative, you know, it's a, like it has a negative undertone always. So, and I don't like fighting with people, you know, um, it's just right. arguing with people about stuff that really isn't going to change and probably isn't their point of view in all reality. We're all driving to the same place, just have different ways we want to get there kind of thing. And I've been around long enough to see when the Republicans screwed everything up. I mean, back in 1991, they were blocking free speech. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I don't know if anybody remembers a uh, two live crew. But, you know, it was a rap band and they were like, no, we can't listen to that. You're 18 or over. You still can't see it. Then, you know, they finally found a solve to it with explicit lyrics. But, you know, it was they had been making two different things and they still were shut down from there. That was Republicans. So I've seen right. this all before differently. I seen the Bush and the Cheney thing go down and, you know, just and I was I mean, I, I'm guilty. I actually did the, the thing. I, I voted for Obama the first time. I'm, I'm guilty. I'm, I'm totally guilty, uh, but it didn't take long for me to figure out that him, everything that he said was a lie. He would say something and then he would go do something completely different. You know, it's just I mean, we can all refer to the Affordable Care Act. Right. Yep. You know, so he was it was just everything was a lie. Everything was always a lie, always misrepresentation. And, I, you know, it just got to be old. And then when he killed an American citizen, I was done. You know, I was done at that point. No, we're not doing trials. You know, I, it doesn't really much matter. Well, take me back to him killing the American citizen. Uh, it was a uh, when he, they bombed uh, a wedding and it was a uh, one of the somebody they were after is his son. He was 16 years old. OK, I don't remember. I can't say I'm not very good with saying those names and I don't want to butcher their names. Right. I understand. Yeah. But on okay. seems to. It's interesting. <laughs> it was a drone strike. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. Now, where do you stand on the Donald Trump stuff? I mean, I'm going to bring up Donald Trump, but this is, it's just is, it's going to be oh, I mean, hey, for I the next two years. It just is. So, well, I mean, I can tell you right now what they, what I think that just happened, honestly, is they just gave the election to the Democrats. You think so? 
Oh, I, man, I don't know how. Look, <laughs> I watch a lot of social media, right? Mm-hmm. And you, we watch a lot, a lot of TV. Okay. There are some, there are diehard people that are, are diehard Trump fans, and they're not going to go vote for a rhino Republican. They're not going to do it. So when you say, when you say rhino, when you say rhino Republican, do you mean like, like, are you talking to like DeSantis? He hasn't announced, but I think. No, not, not DeSantis. DeSantis said he wasn't going to do it at one point. Said that's not his interest. He's kind of sticking to Florida. So if he, I'm going to stick to the narratives that we know as far as that goes, because I mean, obviously if DeSantis runs, (laughs) he's got my vote. (laughs) I like him. I like him a lot. So, uh, but as far as Donald Trump goes, he's, he's, it's, you know, I, and I voted for him, you know, this last time for sure. Uh, before that, I, I actually voted for Gary Johnson. I was in real estate my whole life. I, I looked at Donald Trump as a real estate guy and I was like, going into politics, I'm not so sure. I know he's a good businessman, but I was mm-hmm. afraid of his foreign policy. But after, I mean, after what he went through and what he was able to pull off, why he was being barotted with all that crap. And the, I mean, you, you got to give it to the guy. How do you mm-hmm. handle all of that and still get some things done? You know, he, he really did a, a, a fairly decent job of keeping things together. But then he was promoting the vaccine and I I was out, but that was me. I just feel like Donald Trump is pretty divisive, regardless if he okay. intended it to be that way. They made him that way. So there's really no way to not make him divisive. And as far as the rhinos, that's, you know, the Kevin McCarthy's that's, you know, the people that that are up there, Mitch McConnell, these people that are, are really the leaders of, of the, you know, of the political game. So as long as they're up there trying to push, you know, uh, Paul Ryan or whoever they start pushing next, you know, I don't, who knows who they're going to push against right. Trump, but obviously they're going to run themselves against Trump. And right. that's going to just, that's going to put the, the, it's going to divide the party. There's just no way to look at it. I, I don't need, I, I don't know how it won't because the MAGA people are MAGA people, period. And I want to, so I want to go back to what you were talking about before when you were talking about how you remember, now I don't, I I'm, we're, we're about 10 years apart and I don't, I don't really remember like a lot of the, the political stuff, even through the Obama stuff. I really, I was in a headlines more than anything, but I was working and I really wasn't paying a lot of attention. But I don't remember. I don't remember watching the swing. And I've asked a few people who are older than me who do remember. And I'd asked them if it had ever been this extreme. Now, have you in your like as we talk? So this is pretty unheard of as far as the extremes <laughs> of both things go. I don't even know how to tell my kids. I don't know how to explain it. I'm like, this is all insane. I live right now. We're in a world that I feel like is completely t- turned upside down. I mean, okay. maybe it's because I'm from Generation X. Uh, you know, we're fighting with everybody. We're fighting with the boomers. We're fighting with the millennials. Don't really fight too. You know, people give the snowflakes a bad rap, I think, because they're they're literally just kind of disinterested, you know. And okay. at that age, so was I. So, but you know, the millennials they they don't want to. You know, it's they don't realize that they're triggered all the time, even through your speech. Um, and it just, it's weird because you can't make jokes. You can't have fun without them feeling that they honestly feel it, you know? So it's, I know. it's just, it's, it's really hard to, you know, understand the generational gap stuff for, for me. So, I want, so, and so you, you believe that it is, 
that it's, it's a whole, like another level of extreme. I don't know how to explain it to my kids either. And like I said, I, I wasn't paying a lot of attention other than what my dad would spout off occasionally back then. But like specifically with the media, I feel like a lot of this really, really got flipped on its head in 2019, 2020. So right when COVID hit, right. And they started talking about how this, the, the world's deadliest virus was coming to the States and we all had to put on paper masks or we were going to die. And we were going to like, they had people just like you were saying, like those people felt it. they had people wholeheartedly convinced that just by breathing somebody else's air, they could die. And the amount of, of people that just accepted that was astounding to me. I just don't think that was generational though. That wasn't, I mean, that, that was, was, I I saw that coming from people, baby boomers, generation X that was Is coming everybody? from just, it was like group think that it's like they stopped using their brain. I, I've Look, at 49 years old, I know that the way viruses are spread. They've been it's been the same way my whole life with all viruses. Right. So when they were do, saying things that were contrary to that, I knew that, they, that something was off because they just don't work that way. At the right. same time, saying it wasn't born in a lab. So it didn't make any sense. You know, it yeah. was it in a lab or was it not in a lab? They were saying it was a bat. And even <laughs> right then and there, even, <laughs> I heard that day one. And I was like, a bat? Don't they eat bats? Like, people around here eat bats. How is this a new thing? How is, like, the way that it was portrayed, I immediately knew it had something to do with something else. And then, of course, we all find out, like, it was about Trump, and it was about the election, and it was about, but it was so extreme. This is this is where I, I struggle with the Trump stuff. I understand, like, with Trump that he's divisive, and people think that. But... In my opinion, so is the guy from Florida. He uses the same <sighs> rhetoric. He uses the but he's same younger. He's name younger. calling. And yeah, but he's he's just as divisive. Yeah, I, I mean, I can see what you're saying. I mean, I can understand mm-hmm. that the, the point, but I still, in other words, I think that they just, Trump's kind of, it's just, at this point, I, I think that it's, uh, they've tried to destroy him so much. They've used him as a weapon and they've kind of weaponized him. And his ego, is what they use against him. And yeah. as long as you, ha- I mean, I, I've been in sales most of my life and you read people and you understand what you need to do to sell them something or to give them what they're, and his ego is how you stroke Donald Trump. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know he's not just sold at that, but it's real easy in the moment to get him to go certain directions. You know, it's, uh, I believe that he was bamboozled on the COVID thing. I don't think that he's part oh, of the ball. I think he's outside of it, but I did question it all because I believe that he, I know he was a Democrat. He was definitely a Clinton fan. And he donated when all to that their switch during the Obama era, you know, that's what happened was in the Obama time period is when that mm-hmm. kind of broke up. And I don't know. I, I just, I feel like, you know, he's a closet. Um, he's a closet Democrat. He's not really a Republican. He has so, a lot of Democratic views. That's why I can't believe the narrative and how they switched it. And I can't believe the group think behind it because you took all these people that used to love this man. I mean, worship this man. He was the greatest. And all of a sudden he was the most evil person on the planet to those same people. And you're like, have you lost your mind? Right. Where, where are we at? I mean, right. 
five years ago, he's your hero. Now he is, he's, he's racist. What? <laughs> well, and that was part of, this goes back to your group think, right? Because he wasn't racist, but the media portrayed him as racist, but he wasn't, he, he did more for the black communities than any president had in the history of my lifetime. Right. Even more than Obama, like he put in legislation to, for, for all black colleges, he wasn't racist. If you looked at his actions, he wasn't racist. If you looked at his actions, he did a lot for women's rights. If you look, but nobody would look at his actions. They just listened to what the media told him and the media had told everybody that he was racist. And my concern with going into, even like in a 2020, even maybe with DeSantis, probably not. DeSantis kind of became the media's Republican darling. Like he, like they tolerate him a lot better than they tolerate Trump. And I have to sit back and ask myself, well, I don't, I don't want to play ball with some, like, I don't want to play ball with Nan the likes of Nancy Pelosi or, or like you said, Adam Schiff. I don't want to play ball with Adam Schiff. I want people that are put into office to remove Adam Schiff from office because I think he sucks at his job. That's what I like. I don't want to. He's be a liar. Nice to the, yeah. He's oh, he's an liar. absolute liar. He's, a, and he's he terrible does. at it. Yeah, they all are. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was, yeah, he's, he's I, I can't stand that guy. He's it's a parody. Remember, everything out of his mouth is a parody. I guess. But how do well, you stand there? How that do was his stand stance there? on it. That's what How that's what's his stance on that whole dossier thing is I, I was just paralyzed. I was a parody. If you didn't know that, you must be crazy. How do you stand there and say that and just sleep fine at night? I don't I could never be a politician. Oh, I, I couldn't either. But, you know, everybody can't be the bad guy. And that's that's what we have to be able to do is discern from who's bad and who's good. We got to be able to find the good guys. And I know they're not all going to be perfect. We're, we're people, you know, and people suck. I mean, let's be honest. People all have skeletons. It doesn't matter how little or big they are. There's always going to be something to, to find and, and brutalize them over and to beat the stick over their head. And obviously you can just lie these days. So it doesn't really much matter who runs yeah. there. If, if the Democrats keep dividing everybody by lying about them, misrepresenting them and, and even not allowing us to speak against them and in their actions. Now I, I, I am not a Republican. <laughs> you know, I'm right. not even really a conservative. Um, I'm not, but I'm not a Democrat. I'm a highly independent. I, I look at everything kind of in the middle of the game. I mean, it's from the pro-life situation that people make crazy. It, it, it makes no sense to me that the media weaponized that whole thing when it got switched back to the States, which, mm -hmm. you know, I don't necessarily disagree with, but I, I think there's got to be common sense. I think that, you know, and that's because I don't come from an ideology, a religious ideology on all of this stuff. I try to be really rational on what this is. And if somebody's raped or incest, I think that that option should be there for them. But to right. think that people uh, are just going to go, oh, I, you know, I got raped. I'm going to come right forward and go get an abortion. Hell, they're hiding it most of the time. They're scared. They're embarrassed. They're, there's so many things, so many layers to that that just pisses me off that you can't have these people that are just saying, no way, you can't get an abortion. That's just bullshit. There has to be things in place to allow for people to, to fix a bad situation. You know, I, I just don't, I don't think that that's okay. So if you can't bring common sense and that's the thing is they go radical right or they go radical left. Nobody wants to go in the middle and going, Hey, you know what? This makes sense. Let's do it this way. They're like, no, no, no. We're going to keep fighting. Because if we don't keep the people divided, then, you know, they're going to they're going to be hip to our game. It's really the, to me, it's the uniparty. 
That's all you have. You have just yes. one big political game and they're all against us. And they're all, I mean, it, there's no difference. I mean, Kevin McCarthy, he was spending money running against the MAGA people. And, and that's yep. what, what, yep. you know, He's a rhino. That's what I'm saying. He's That's why you, you can't trust them. And if, if they pull one of their these guys out to to be against Trump and they and he get and he makes it through the primaries, <laughs> he's not going to get my vote. I'm going to do the same thing I did the first time Trump ran with Hillary, and I'm going to vote for a Gary Johnson, right. <laughs> just because I'm not voting for these two, you know. But then I, I did. Do. I changed my tune on on Trump for sure. I did vote for him because I mean that what I saw was impressive. I could That's not kind of, have gone through the beating that he went through, the way that he went through it. But I think now he needs to stop. He needs to stop with this conversation. He's saying the same thing. It's a broken record at this point, you mm -hmm. know, and, and, I, and I'm just hearing the same, same. It's just the same. Now, he said, I'm going to fix it. Now, let's talk about what we're going to do to fix it and, and, and take the conversation away from these people that are obviously – have lost their mind. They've obviously lost every scruple they have. Every moral guideline that I was ever taught has been thrown out the window. You know, and I, I just don't get it. I, I don't get it. I don't either. I think with Trump, you might see that this time around. A lot of people would refer back to his initial announcement of running for 2024. And a lot of people noticed that he had really toned it down during that announcement. There was no, I think he took one jab at Nancy Pelosi, but there was no... Lot, there wasn't a lot of rhetoric. There wasn't a lot of the normal election odd fray stuff. There wasn't a lot of like bashing. It was very toned down. It was very mature. And I would agree with you. Now I like the, the crazy Nancy's and I like the, I like Donald Trump's attitude. And I, I like, oh, I, the, do. The, I do. I'm, I'm here for but it. But the kill, I the, 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 one of the things he said that really bothers the shit out of me too. And there's a few things on these list of things that I, I don't necessarily agree with uh, everybody on. <clears throat> Um, the, the problem with, um, how do I say this? Let me, let me get my words back together here. Sure. Um, with, with, with Trump on, I completely lost my thought. Yes. It happens to me all the time. It's the show. There's something about being here that makes you lose your train of thought. I, I don't know what I was going to say. It's I'm, I am blank, man. We were talking about how Trump was going to tone it down this go around and possibly be the president that we need, along with being the president that people want. Does that make sense? Like the mega want the mega loves the way that he is. Mm. I also I remember. Yes. There it is. I remember the drug dealing thing. He wants to kill drug dealers. Look, yeah. that is insanity. Look, you we know, are not. Oh, I don't want to be like China. Whoop. Okay. So he often referred to big pharma as drug dealers during his presidency. So you want to get your conspiracy hat on for just a minute. <laughs> you got it. Good. Okay. So often during Donald Trump's presidency, he referred to big, big pharma as drug dealers and often talked about holding them accountable for things that were happening and often, but then you go back and he did, he did tout the vaccine operation warp speed, but, when he said that, that was my initial thought. I'm like, Jesus, that's extreme. That's too extreme. And well, then I got it. Like My concern is that these are, if you give them an inch, they take a mile. Okay. This is what, this is what I've seen my whole life. So sure. 
if you start saying that we're going to kill drug dealers, we need to start taking marijuana off that uh, that list. Agreed. Okay. Mm -hmm. You can't start going, I'm going to kill Timmy down the street or I'm going to kill Papa that gave uh, his uh, sister Rosie a pill. Okay. Because okay. he, because she couldn't get her medication. The medications that they're addicted to are coming from the doctors initially. Pharmaceutical companies, manufacturers should be held accountable. That's, mm -hmm. that's where the accountability comes from. If you're manufacturing it, that's the problem. And if China's manufacturing it, then they're the problem. They're not the, doing things like China is not the solution. Right. A lot of people feel like we're getting closer and closer every day. Well, I mean, it's just like all the free speech stuff, you know, oh, yeah. we're, I mean, constantly being attacked. I, look, you, you, we talked about it earlier, you know, not breaking community guidelines and being, you know, banned. I literally work hard not to break the community guidelines. I've even toned down my cussing. I live in Dallas. I'm like, we're, I have to cuss. <laughs> it's part of how we talk here. Uh, right. But no, I've, I've tried to tone everything down. I have toned my content way, way down. And I'm still having the same problems. And and the problem is with, I don't know if it's trolls. I don't know if it's TikTok. But it seems like the more followers you get, the further you go through, it's the older videos that start going down. Mm -hmm. So you think it's trolls going through your content or they start rethrowing your or they are literally throwing your content out to the opposition mm -hmm. of, of the video. That. Mine is mine is people that's I mean, and like legitimately people in telegram groups bragging about how they took our videos down. And it's been mm -hmm. that way for a long time. And this is people on the right, right? These are supposed to be like on our side. These are your mega people. This is, I'm kind of with you on the labels thing. Like I'm not, I'm a registered Republican because that's what I voted for this year, mm -hmm. but I'm not Me part too. of the mega. I'm not part of the mega group. And the reason for that is, is because I've experienced some of the worst hate I've ever experienced in my life from self-proclaimed megas. And I'm not left by any mean because obviously I don't feel like you should be getting an abortion and using it as birth control or you should be having drag Absolutely queens at, at story hour. Like I'm not, I'm not left. I'm not, but I voted for Obama. There are some Democrat policies that I'm on board with. I don't believe, I believe we need stricter border security, but I think on the other side of that, we need to make the, uh, we need to make it easier for people to legally come in the country. Cause right now it's, it's, fucking hard as hell right we need to of streamline course. that a little bit the rover absolutely Swades. vetting vetting right vetting and we purpose need to vet of, of coming you know i mean i think there's some pretty easy simple things we could do but they don't want to do that that's not that, i mean it's, they a, it's don't. a device it's not extreme it's, enough yeah. i mean so. one one look one term there'll be the democrats are fighting for it the next term is the republicans fighting for it they just switch sides it's flip-flops for everybody you know that's mm -hmm. just that's the demo, that's the, the that's politics. That's really what it is. It's just the hot point at the time and, and which side of the party you're on and who you're fighting against. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. That's why it's mm -hmm. it's really hard to discern from that, because I think they're getting traps when they need to get things done. That if you're going to get this done, then you're going to have to go ahead and side with this, that and the other. So you're constantly that's, you know, one bill, one one problem at a time. That would be great. Mm -hmm. But I think, that, you don't. know, when you have stacks coming through that you know yep. they don't have time to read it evaluate it i mean there's no way yep. it's it's ridiculous it's well, i remember nancy pelosi if you want to know what's in the bill you're gonna have to sign it first <laughs> i know 
<laughs> well, and that's that's a lot of what what the problem with it is too. Anytime they come out and they say, "Well, what is this last one? This last bill with the student loan?" They're like, "Republicans stopped the bill," and I'm like, "No, they didn't. Like a court, a judge stopped the bill, saying, hey, you can't constitutionally do this. You have to either do it this way or it's got to be done.' Like if Republicans didn't have anything to do with it. It's not like it went before Congress." It was a judge. It was a Trump-appointed judge. But as soon as they heard the word Trump-appointed, it was automatically a Republican thing. And it's like, no, like, it's this is law. Like, they can't do it this way. They're going to have to do it another way. But the media, oh, our media, our media is getting dead. Our, They're talk, worse than AR-15s. Your, <laughs> they are terrible. Has them, so we talked about the, ex, the extremes. media is weaponized. Oh my God. In a way that I have never seen before in my life. But in regards to student loans, I I mean, that's a subject that I I find, uh, I kind of know a lot about. My my wife is a, uh, we just paid ours off. She works at a college. Do what? (laughs) Okay. We just paid ours off a couple years ago. So yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's awesome. But you know how hard that is for most people. They don't have, I mean, and that's because they don't even go in the field that they got a degree in. They give them, student loans for anything. I, I, I think that people miss the point about the student loans uh, stuff quite a bit, you know, how they were enacted, why they were there. You know, they needed to educate people. They needed people to be part of the workforce. You know, that's, that's why they all existed. You know, they started a long time ago, but of course, like everything else, they've been perverted. And, and the problem is, is being from the finance world prior to 2008, you know, uh, I mm-hmm. spent, that's pretty much what I, I did for my working life. Uh, I, I've seen this firsthand with the, uh, the, the the credit and just being crumbled from student loans. I've seen it, you know, from people and how they get there is because they just give them money without any qualifications. I mean, what else can you get a loan for? What what loan can you get? You tell me what loan no, can you, you get without qualifying, without credit, an income, credit? betting on five years, 10 years down the road on something you can't promise that you'll be able to make or pay. And then giving them a degree that they have less of a chance of having a job and it's even going to pay that damn bill. Mm-hmm. It's, there's no evaluation to it. And you're expecting an 18 year old kid that you don't teach him anything in, in, in regular school to really understand what they're stepping into in the credit world and exactly what that means and how, how that feels to walk into your life with. OK, I graduate college and now I've got a six, seven hundred, twenty five hundred dollar bill every month. I mean, and you better have your job. And a lot of these places, you know, they talk about, you know, it's two years of an internship. It's two years of a residency. It's there's time you've got to spend after that. And so they, they give you all these programs. OK, where they're like, hey, man, just, you know, we'll let you slide until you get a job. Well, it's all reverse amortization. It's neg am loans. So you're always in a neg am situation. You're paying you're paying interest on top of interest on top of interest. And they literally, they go in, they fill out it, they fill out their FISA, Pfizer, they, they do that stuff. And then they go back and they, they get their money from the student loan office. They fill out their paperwork. They don't even decide where they're getting their money. All of that stuff is just, let me go to college. Right. And, and they keep saying it's rich kids, rich kids. This is why it drives me crazy with the argument. Oh, it's all these rich kids getting a free education. <laughs> That's not what's happening. They got ripped off. Okay. And they allowed it to happen. They're in full control of what's going on there. 
But my argument with that is that it's not it's not like the government is paying them off out of their own pocket. They are dispersing it between the amongst the taxpayers. So everybody's taxes oh, will go up. I'm, I don't think that I think they this is what happened, though. The taxpayers voted for that. They voted for this. That's when uh, I think it was 19. I want to say it's 1965, 1965 or 68. They actually voted in. To, to allow these things to happen where they could guarantee these loans. Uh, I want to say, was it that far back? It might've been that far back, but I know in, in 19, by 1980s, this, the student loan program was already in trouble. It was already in trouble, even then when they could qualify for it. This so, has been going on for a very long time. This was, this is, I think they were enacted in like 58 is when they were actually, they actually came to be. Then why now? Why are they promising to and like to kick it off now then to have people's loans paid off by the masses? Well, they've already guaranteed. The thing is, they know they did something wrong. That's why they know the problem with it. It's a financial burden that's way larger than they ever foresaw. I mean, right. it's huge. I mean, the kids are getting into these loans and they've been taken advantage of. I mean, if these were not, if you could go get the, I mean, look, I, and I let don't me disagree. ask you this. I don't. And why I why can this... they not BK on those loans? Yeah. I don't know. That's the question. They can't BK on them, but you can BK on a $10 billion company. Thank you, Tassie. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I I'm not in agreement that we should have to pay them off, but they shouldn't agree to have, uh, they shouldn't have agreed to it. This is what the problem is with legislation and how long it goes on before it affects us all. We shouldn't right. have guaranteed them to, 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 to begin with. And in 2000, I think it was uh, 2012 when Obama you know, pretty much took over the uh, student loans or the government, you know, they, they just underwrite them themselves. Mm -hmm. But you've underwritten people into something they couldn't guarantee. You gave them loans based on stuff that you can't promise and they can't promise. And then you have rent right now. It's $1,500 a month on the cheap end where we are at. If you just get right. a one bedroom apartment. What jobs are out there paying these guys six grand a month? None of them. That's that's what I'm saying. So you 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 set us up for failure. You set the kids up for failure. Now, not all kids. Remember, Obama came in is like everybody's going to get ten grand to get reeducated from the job losses. You remember all that? I don't know if you no. remember that, but no. that's 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 what he was. He promised everybody ten thousand dollars to get reeducated and go back to school and all this stuff. And that's when everybody was signing up for, to go back to schools and the schools just jumped. Boom. They just, they blew up. My wife, like I said, she, she teaches school. And so she's a, uh, she's out of college. And that's uh that was definitely uh, what happened. I mean, the amount of enrollment just, it blew up. Right. And, and we're going to see that again when the, when the economy goes down, people reach out to school because that's kind of how we're programmed. We didn't, are we, I don't know. I don't know about that. Like, I feel like, a majority of people know now that school is the specifically these colleges, probably not trade schools so much, but these colleges is for are more like indoctrination camps than anything. I, I understand where you're coming from with this, that, that the kids were taken advantage of my question. I just have two questions. Like one, where were the parents then at that point? And well, I mean, two, that's what I'm saying. They're two, 18, they're adults. I'm making decisions. Yeah. My, my kid's 20 and he's still, like I still have to read stuff to him half the time, but that's, but that's kind of part of it though. Like, right. Like you should be able to 
Where were the parents? Why weren't the parents saying, hey, bring that paperwork home to me so I can take a look at it? So there's one. Two, I agree. you're right. The kid's 18. You should have sat down and read through that paperwork and then tried to understand it rather than just signing your name. I understand mm -hmm. that that's, that's a painful lesson to learn, but I don't feel like it is other people's responsibility to pay it off now because you didn't get a good job with your liberal arts degree. And now you're I understand 100,000%. But mm -hmm. then I've seen them give student loans to people that will never do that job. Never yeah. be able to do that yeah. job. And, and they, give them, they give them loans like it's just free money. And these people are trying to better their lives. You can't blame them. But they really don't, don't. understand what they're signing up for. They really because they pitch like it's going to be a fifty dollar payment, <laughs> yeah. right? Your minimum I, fifty dollar payment, and then they break it I, up into six loans. And I get that, but I I still don't think that that's the responsibility of anybody else. I, I, again, tough, I don't think that lesson. I'm not okay with student loan forgiveness. So don't misunderstand me. Okay. Okay, okay. I'm not okay with student loan forgiveness. Don't don't misunderstand me. I okay. just I think it. I, I mean I what it I think they should extinguish the loans. That's what I think they should extinguish too. the loans or extinguish it, the no point rates. should we have to pay these off. A crime has happened. Right. Extinguish them. That's the way you handle it. So I'm not OK with student loan forgiveness. OK, but if anybody thinks we're not already paying for a two year associate's degree with people, you're just you're fooling yourself. Right now we have what's called dual enrollment. So we are paying this through the school system for these kids to get dual credit while they're in high school. So they're getting the college credit and they're graduating with both a two year associate's degree and a degree, you know, their the diploma, if you will. So right. we're already paying for their to have a two year degree. So it's see, but I'm, I'm actually kind of OK with that because then you I, come I out of high okay school with, with yeah. Then you come out of high school with an associate's degree, which you can get just about any job with. You can and get, that's you know, my that's my that was my point. We're already paying right. for them to have a degree. So to think that they're not that that paying for the people that have a degree and an associate's degree that are thirty thousand dollars in debt with an associate's degree. You know, it's right. like what? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> You know, obviously, you just got to be able to think and get a job. And you got to work hard and you got to get out of it. But it's it's kind of like that. It's it's part of corruption. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's it was corrupt. It should just be extinguished. It should just go away. And they got to stop giving them. Stop. They need. Yeah, they need to stop. That's that's one of the things too. Like they're still giving these loans out. Exactly. These I mean, how do you say? Let's forgive them, but we're we're gonna keep doing it. We're gonna keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. Like, how dumb do you have to be to, to? I mean, that's what I'm talking about. These policies. Let's let's talk about it instead of fight about it and get in the different corners of the room and yell yell bullshit at each other. Let's actually have mm -hmm. a common sense conversation. But they use terminology and they use words as weapons against people that don't they don't have the terminology because they weren't in banking. People probably don't understand what extinguish means, but that means get rid of it. <laughs> it's just gone. It's just wiped off. You know, it's erased. It's it's history. You know, it's well, not it's not as paying it off. It's just it's it, they're eating the bullet. The banks, you know, that's it's right. It's the Fed, you know. They do it on purpose. Like they use specific keywords like that on purpose. And they do. They do it to keep everybody divided and to keep everybody fighting. Because if everybody comes together and unites, it's going to be really hard for them to keep doing what they're doing, which is some shady they, shit. They group they group them together too. You know, it's like racism. You know, there's things that are stereotypical, like that hat we were talking about earlier. 
right. uh, you know, that's a stereotypical hat. You know, it's stereotypical that you would see that in a in a rice field, but you it's not at no point would I ever use that to make to it's not a racist thing. It's it, to me that's 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 stereotyping. You know, they that the blackface thing that they all talk about that they're all mad about that used to happen all the time when I was younger. You'd see that kind of stuff. It wasn't it wasn't looked at the same. So it just it's a different time now. And I and it is pretty offensive, you know, if you think about it. But I we didn't think about things like that. We were all making fun of each other. Right. Back when I was a kid. Everybody made fun of everybody till 1991. And then when that thing happened, then everything went to hell. You remember what, the LA riots? That was so that was gonna be my next question. At what point, I guess in your lifetime, do you think everything started to change? Then 1991, before that, man, right. I really didn't even I hadn't dealt with any type of racism, uh, any of that kind of stuff ever. Never really even seen it. And and obviously that was what woke me up to it was even a thing. Um I, it blew my mind. That was that's when I, I first saw that kind of stuff. And people they went crazy. I mean, you know, I was a kid and you're talking right. about riots in L.A., people destroying things. But it let me it, as I watched it, I was like, why are they destroying their own cities? I didn't understand that part of it. I couldn't believe that you would go and It's like I'm mad at my my mortgage company. I'm going to burn down my house. I, you know, I, it, it doesn't doesn't make any sense to, to destroy your own homes. If you're mad at somebody, you should direct that towards that um, and, and handling that situation lawfully lawfully and legally <laughs> you know? but you should right. handle the situation correctly you know i do i get it so i i didn't really recognize i was kind of the same as you like not with the la riots i don't really remember the la riots i think i would have been 83 93 i'd have been 10 92 i'd have been nine so i don't really remember any of that but I, it was like the george floyd stuff and i'm not even sold on all of that too. We saw some stuff with the George Floyd stuff, but I, that really kind of opened my eyes to the, what people saw as racism. I had been called a racist because I came out and questioned the narrative behind George Floyd because I came out against what was happening in those cities. They were like, well, you're racist. And I'm like, well, no, I'm not. I'm just anti stop burning shit down. Like that's not yours. Right. Don't touch it. And, but people were that I like, they would blow me up and these big TikTok accounts would come in and they'd be like this racist bitch, this cracker. I'm like, man, I'm not going to be race baited, but fuck you. Like, what am, what, I don't, what are you even going to say? Like I was right. And then I would come out and say, look, the way that we were raised, the way that I was taught in school is that everybody bleeds red. This was like, when we learned history and we learned about Rodney King. Somebody had said when we learned about, you know, Lincoln and all of that. Everybody bleeds red. It was a whole thing for me in school. I remember having a big rally about it. I came out and said it on TikTok. I'm like, no, this is what I was taught. And they're like, well, if you think that, then you're, you obviously are racist. And well, I'm like, well, well fine. I, I posted then I, a video I the other day. I can't win were, with this. Well, I mean, I posted that video the other day of the, the uh, lady from North Korea saying that they were, they were taught that racism, math was racist. I've heard that too. And I'm like, like, that's what? I, I don't understand everything. Uh, no, like I said, we live in an upside down world now, mm -hmm. and I'm not sure how to take anything anymore. And I did. I, I thought I kind of feel like it's generational. And I think it's because of the educational system itself that leads okay. them down this path. We don't bully anymore. I think bullying is an essential part of growing up. I don't I think it goes too right. far in some cases. But, yeah, you know, I look. 
I don't know if you realize this by looking at me on a TV screen, but I'm five, seven, I'm a short guy. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a big giant person, you know? So my whole life I was, you know, made fun of Adam Ant, one Adam 12, you know, it was, it was like that, but that shaped me into a person that, uh, isn't afraid of much. And, and, and it made me, it, it drove, it actually motivated me forward, you know, and I know some kids can't handle, you know, and there's some bullying that's completely not what I'm talking about, but it, it should be okay to have sarcasm and tease each other, you know, and I, and I, I don't know if you went through some of my content, but, you know, I do promo videos for a lot of people when they, their accounts go down and stuff. And I, <laughs> I've been going back and forth with Clint Bryant for a little while. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen any of those videos, I'm but not. there it's, it's really just about where I'm roasting him. He's roasting me back. We're going back and forth and it's, and it's just fun. And the people that get it, get it. But you would be amazed at how many people just need knee jerk reaction. Need your, they don't realize they don't read the screen. They don't understand it's jokes between friends. They don't understand it and they just get mad. And that that's just, you got to be able to take a joke. And if mm -hmm. you don't, if you can't take a joke, then, you know, you're just sensitive. And then we're never going to get past this because you've made the decision to be offended by what I said, instead of just laugh or, or move on or clap back as they would say today. Right. Right. That's, yeah, people That's what get, I'm I think for. people get offended. And I, I agree with you when you said it's generational. I think that because I grew up in a very similar. So I grew up, I, I was born in the age without technology, but I was groomed in the age of technology. And so I'm a little bit the best of both worlds, right? Like I've been on mm -hmm. I, my whole younger childhood. I was outside with sticks and rocks with my best friends riding bikes. And and yeah, we were bullied. I, I got beat up. I beat people up like I'm. That's how I and that shaped me again to who I am today. It might. Do I think that? I, I don't think it was necessary to make me who I am today. I think it caused me a lot of trauma that I had to fucking work through in order to get here. Because I think a lot of what you see with people, like their knee jerk reactions, come from probably that trauma and shit that they've experienced as a kid that they haven't really worked through. So there's, I think there's some of that. But I, I would agree with you that people need to get thicker skin because the internet's not going away anytime soon. And people are pretty ballsy and brazen on the internet. I've had some shit said to me that I, from like 12 year olds, like it's, I think the bullying is the same. It's just done online now. And it's probably worse because people, I like they, it. when you have that sense of anonymity, you really say how you feel. And I, there's no, I way don't mind when people mouth. bully me at all. I don't, I don't mind either. it at all. I Anymore. love it. I kind of, I kind of enjoy the fact that I've taken some of their time out of their life to make them upset. <laughs> you decided to give me part of your time and your brain and your and brain space. And I appreciate that. Cause I'm going to live there right. forever. Right. <laughs> but you're well, gone. And you almost, you almost have to be that way in order to endure, especially if you're coming out against the narrative on things, which is kind of what we do. Cause it's just the hate is constant. And oh, I'm sure I'm in trouble. I probably lost half my followers as soon as I said that uh, Trump was de divisive. Uh <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So then there's that. So we came out because Trump kind of lost me on the jab stuff too. My one of my top five things when it comes to political candidates is medical freedom, and not only medical freedom, but medical information. Like it is hard for people to make an informed decision if you're not fully informed. If only one side of the story can be told. 
So for him to have sat there and said, no, it's completely safe and da, 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 da. We all knew it wasn't. And now there's a whole documentary about how it's not. That, that, that was one of my top five things was, was the jabs, but I, I don't even know where I was going with that. Now I've lost my train of thought. Well, it's patients. It just comes down to patient rights. Patients have rights. I have the right to refuse treatment. I have the right to tell you to go kiss off. I have the right to move on. Uh, I do not have to do anything you ask me to do. It's my right to have that freedom. That's patient's rights. It's a basic fundamental right as a patient. It's, 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 they have to adhere by it. So the mm-hmm. fact that they, they're even questioning that, that you have the right to determine what you put in your body is insane to me. It's that's, that's crazy. What they were, that's, that's the whole thing. It's like, so, did you see the vaccine passport, right? Yes. I told people it was coming and they're like, that's a conspiracy theory. This right. is how I got the label of conspiracy theorist. And I am like, no, it is coming. And then it happened. And then when it happened, I'm like, hey, look, this happened. And they're like, oh, you're just using it for cloud. I'm like, oh, my God, get the fuck out of here. Like, I've lost 25 accounts because of this. But okay, bet. And now it's like, well, the the vaccine passport isn't a thing anymore. And we've got bigger things to worry about than COVID. Really? COVID ruined, I don't know how many people's lives, their livelihood. It ruined families. It ruined relationships. It ruined friendships. It caused you to call me a dumb cunt. I don't know how many times, (laughs) Brenda. Okay, because I wouldn't wear a mask. But now, now you, you want what you want amnesty. You want peace. Are you stoned out of your gourd? Look, I'm going to forgive you for my own peace of mind, but I'm not going to forget anything that you people said or did. It's we're not, we're not going back to that. No, no. I mean, I have thoughts with my own wife because she's having to deal with it in the real world. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not adhering. I'm, I'm not going to go to that. I'm not, I just, I don't bow to anybody. And, and Mm -mm. clearly I understood what masks were beforehand. If masks worked, then why were they not wearing them in these hospitals and in the, uh, and when you go to the doctor with the flu prior to 2020, what I want to know why it wasn't being done for the last 50 years. Masks aren't new. And besides you shouldn't be out there selling masks and requiring people to wear them when they say they don't cover COVID-19 on the box. That's I know it's, it's, <sighs> but it's like talking to a brick wall. This is where, again, I want to go back to like what you'd said. They, they just, it's just, they just either they don't get it or like there's something that's, they're so triggered Rethink. that they're blinded by their Right. Well, you want to believe that the news is telling you the truth. That's, I think, the Why, problem. Though? You know, if, you we were programmed as a young, as in my generation, that you watch the news and you, you that's where you got your information from, you know, uh, right. because you don't have time as a working human being to like figure out who to vote for by going and researching these 15 people and 200 pages. And, you know, like people have the time to sit there and do all that kind of stuff. So you depended on the news to give you accurate information. You know, and, and you're not getting that. I mean, Hunter Biden got me deleted, got me banned uh, oh over God. and over and over and over and over again. And, and and today he's busted again. I was watching a, a story earlier on The War Room uh, with Natalie Winters. She just broke a story about he's now and they have more paperwork saying that he's involved in, in the payment method with uh, illegal uh, oh. immigration, the, the illegal trafficking, because 94 percent of the payments come to Mexico come from the U S 
they were using this company called Umbra Umbrosa, I think it's Umbrosa. Ambrosia. Ambrosia. Um, yeah. And that to make these remitted payments back to Mexico from here. And he owns eight and a half percent of this company. And she just broke that. And she's like, you know, how did I get this out of the laptop in an hour when the FBI has had this and they got millions of dollars in their budget for this kind of stuff. And it took me an hour to come up with this story, you know? And, and so the corruption's real, it's really bad. And, you know, we're all being deleted and censored because of stuff like this. And it's wrong. I mean, I, I don't, it's, this isn't generational. This censorship shit is not generational. This is all political and it's all bullshit. Our First Amendment rights, our Second Amendment rights are always under attack and they have been forever. And it's just, I don't have a, a nice way to say it's just jacked. Let me just say it that way. They just, they yes. keep coming down this path and they keep doing the same thing. We keep getting the same narrative. And like right now, all these shootings are everywhere. Well, how bad do you think it's going to be when people are completely broke and they can't pay their bills and they can't, they, I mean, we're going down a path right now that is just, it's a one way straight path to hell, unfortunately. And I, and I'm, and I'm just not, I don't know why we're not, we don't have people stopping this. Even the rhinos should be rational. Somebody should be freaking rational here. There's no, this is not rational on any level. It's not. It's extreme. This is why I do a lot of cuts in my videos. <laughs> no, you're fine. I get, I get it. so pissed. I just rant. <laughs> no, I get that. I mean, because like you said, we're, you're right. People are struggling. People are fucking, like we're struggling. And then today, 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 they announced another 40 billion or $4 billion. I've lost count at this point. To Ukraine, it's this is we're bullshit. Gonna send, this we're going to send more is... money to Ukraine, and we came out and proved that the United States was laundering that money through Ukraine, through FTX, through Zelensky, back into their parties. And something like, to do just... with uh, I don't know if y'all did you check out that story uh, from Darren Beatty, uh, uh, Beatty from the Revolver on uh, Tether. You know, Tether no. is a, another scandal that involves the FTX where they, they were doing this pretty much the same thing, just on a much larger scale. And yeah, oh, you should I go read that, that story. I, I don't want to get too detailed into it because, you know, it's a lot. Uh, it's very much outside of my knowledge. Crypto, I have a little bit, yeah. but, uh, you know, yeah. I, I it blew my mind to think that uh, FTX, the Tether situation is going to uh, it pretty much makes FTX a very small problem. Because I believe Tether is involved in like 40% of the transactions or something like that. And crypto. Oh my God. Because that's how I don't really understand the crypto. I don't understand crypto at all, but I, I understand money laundering when I see it. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, like, it's, uh, it's, there's no uh, clearer evidence of that. No. And then they're no. trying to tell us that that's not. And I'm like, yes, it is. Like, we can see it. And they're like, but it's not. I, like CBS, they came out with it. No, you're no, we're not. We're denying all of it. That's fine. You can deny it, but, but it is, it fucking is. Yes, it is. Like Kevin McCarthy. Yes, it is. And they're like, but it's not the only place now that is even letting us post about it. Well, I mean, we haven't had any problems here, but Twitter, Twitter opened up the fucking floodgate, man. There's something going on with Twitter. There's something bigger with them. We talked about this backstage. There's I think they're CIA. Bigger. I think they're the, I think I, I think Twitter's I think what Elon did was he bought a CIA op. <laughs> but, I, think he did. I mean, I'm, I think. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm no conspiracy theorist, but 
The way that people <laughs> you know, reacted do what? nuts. The yeah. way that people react, like our politicians, they wanted to investigate him for what? The, he bought it with his he, money yeah. that he had. Right. Like, why right. are you well, investigating him? Now he's him, controlling but... that media. And I think he knows what oh, he bought. Yeah. I think I he, think I think he knows what he bought, but, uh, uh, anyway, you know, it's just in my opinion that that's that TikTok. they want to take TikTok down. You know, they're, they're the, the Chinese version of basically Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> you know, that's what's, they're always, like, TikTok is a national security threat. I'm like, really? Google so it's fucking like is a national TikTok. Key. Yeah. So is Google. So <laughs> right. is Facebook. So is Insta. That's all is like, they're exactly. probably listening to us right now. Oh, for sure. They're actually, yeah, they're right. actually, they are listening. They're probably capturing our words as we speak them. They're captioning them in the background and tagging it with you are. and me and your show. And yeah, it's definitely, definitely. Come at me, dog. Like send in the aliens <laughs> yeah. at this point. I'm going to, we're just, I'm going to keep screaming. They're going to have to kill just, me to get me to shut up. I'm just, I'm from a different generation. I'm not, I'm not okay with all this horse crap and I'm going to keep saying my opinion. You know, uh, I, I just, I don't really care if I I'm on, I'm only on account five or six because I spent a year of shadow band, like where I just stayed in my little hole where they, I had 16,000 followers on that account for the entire year. I get mm -hmm. 200 or 50 views or 80 views. A, mo a big video was 200 views. And that was coming off of views of 300,000, 50,000, 60,000. I mean, that's the kind of views I was getting. And then after my video started going down, it was just, <clears throat> and I just stayed there forever because I, I really didn't get involved into the politics of all the, uh, of opening a new account and doing all that. I thought, well, if I don't break any guidelines, but they, they do one this other thing where they're content specific. So they do not like if you go off your brand, like if you look at my content now, you'll see that as soon as I go off my political stuff and off my my government and my, uh, you know, war stuff, they and, and immediately I'll do like a promo video. My videos will go from, you know, 40, 50, 60,000 views to 400, yeah. 300, yep. 200. If I post anything about my family, 80. Right. So what, who's pushing what? You're pushing the very stuff you're deleting. What the? They should have. They I should have. It's got, like view the videos first. I think TikTok does it on purpose to divide, to divide and keep everybody fighting and guessing and paranoid. That makes sense. I think they <laughs> so, do. Because you know, I'm today all my videos went down and I'm like, Brummage. And then I'm like. Okay, I can't prove it, but probably. And I'm like, you know what? I'm way too emotionally vested in this app. It's time to walk away for a while. <laughs> so then I went well, to Twitter. People are mean as fuck on Twitter. They don't care there too, just so you know. I like I like that. I, I hope I hope people start following me on Twitter. I haven't really tried to send people to the different places yet because I haven't gotten comfortable using the different apps. I've only, mm -hmm. you know, my Instagram account's fairly new. You know, it hasn't been there that long. You know, um, I actually followed you for a long time before you even knew who I was. <laughs> Could be. Yeah, it was a, it was a long time uh, that I was following everybody. But uh, it just because um, I didn't make content for a long time either. This isn't okay. my forte. I wasn't a content creator in this aspect. I was actually making the memes, the art stuff, you know, okay. coming up with the jokes, doing some of the writing. That's what I did with the stuff before. This is uh, this is all new to me to be on film. So. Oh, is it? 
This, this is, is my first time to ever do a live uh, podcast. Really? I've only, I really, would have never guessed. You're very good. Oh, thank you. This is <laughs> this is my first show I've ever done. Like my first podcast I've ever. Wow. I never thought I'd be here either. But you know what? We talk about silver linings an awful lot with COVID and all the political shit. Like all of the with all of the garbage mm-hmm. with Thanksgiving being tomorrow. I am really thankful for all of it because if I hadn't, even the haters, if I didn't have, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't know you. I wouldn't know that. I've said that before. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. And fucking A. Johnson, do I love what I do? Like, do I, I love doing these podcasts. I love talking to you people. I love talking to people in the count. I love it. I love all of it. I will, if I can make this work for as long as I can, I will probably never go back to a nine to five if I can make this work. Right. Because I absolutely, and I think a lot of people, from 2019 on, from the lockdowns on, really did find themselves and and take off doing what they love to do and really hone that and really build off of that. And I think that's that's one of the silver linings that comes from all of the garbage is people found their purpose. And I think it was worth it. I think all of it's worth it. In my for me, the reason it was hard opinion. is I was talking to myself and to my phone. <laughs> so I felt that's odd true. talking to myself. And it, <laughs> it was a little weird for me to be like, I'm going to go to the garage and make this video. <laughs> you know, my wife's like, I, what? I had to get like, I'm going to, I'll be out in the car. All right, Adam, then, that's it. My guy, we're at the top. We're at the top of our hour. Do you want to leave everybody with something before we take out for tonight? Oh, just happy Thanksgiving. Uh, enjoy the holiday. And then, you know, we'll see you back soon. And, you know, uh, I, I really enjoy making content for everybody. I hope everybody came that uh, I invited to come. I tried to get a few videos out. Uh, the, there was obviously that scheduling conflict we had in that first video. Yeah. People were like, uh, I thought you were doing a podcast. Good job, Sonia. <laughs> hey, Sonia, <laughs> fuck that up. I just like to throw that out there. That was Sonia's fault. <laughs> For, for right. fucking once, for once, it, it wasn't me. Too. I was like set up at my computer with all the, God. you know, all the stuff in the background to let her. you know a little bit about me. And it's, uh, but it's I'll okay. No, nope, she's done. I, nope, she's great. Done. She was a mistake. Sonia. Everybody makes that mistake. <laughs> no more $63 a month for you. Fucking A. Johnson. <laughs> Fired. That's it. Well, Adam, thank you so much for coming on. You guys, thank you so much for being here tonight. I love your faces. You're very welcome. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. I hope you guys enjoy your holiday with your friends, family, or your just self at this point. It doesn't really matter. Like, really, it's it's fine. Um, And then we're going to be back at it on Friday. So Friday, we've got 2A Patriot Mama. We're going to go through the Balencia stuff. So Balencia is a fashion company that, for the holiday season, had made bondage bears. And then used children to help promote them and there was some easter egg paperwork talking about cp in those promotions somebody found it and it went nuts and it gets worse so we're going to go through all of that friday with 2a patriot mama because i couldn't think of who else better to do it with than her i hope you guys have a fabulous thanksgiving adam i hope you have a fabulous thanksgiving thank you for coming on you guys keep moving take it easy tell your mama i says hi Right, and bye-bye. watch out for deer. Bye, guys. Back off, I'll take you on. Headstrong, you take on anyone. I know that you are wrong. You're headstrong. You're headstrong. Take you on. That's really strong. <laughs>
headstrong to take on anyone. I know that you are wrong. You're headstrong. You're headstrong.